One minute to the until showtime. Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your host, motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Be sure to check out Greg at www.gregdwyer.com. That's www.gregdwyer.com. Now on to our show. Take it away, Greg. Hello, hello, hello. Today is December seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Where has this year gone? I'm looking at the calendar. There's only 15 days left of 2023. And the topic today is this, how to survive and even thrive this holiday season. So I don't know if you're listening in and you have a religious understanding of the holidays, whether that be Christian or Jewish or some kind of faith-based understanding of the holidays or whether it's just a celebration of tradition i have no idea but what i do know is that a lot of people are stressed this time of year now if you're in the northern hemisphere it's dark of course down south they're not experiencing that but the reason i came up with this topic is because i think i can help you i'm very passionate about this because I kind of worked it out myself many years ago, and I think I will have something for you that can definitely help you to survive, but not only survive, but also thrive this holiday season. So no matter if you're celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas or a religious Christmas, or you're just focusing on New Year's, I really don't think it matters if you're in the holiday mode and, and, you're feeling a little stressed out about it, I think I have the answer. And it's easy, and it's simple, and it's something you can apply right away to change the way you think. So what's the problem? Well, first of all, let's dig into the problem. The problem, the way that I see it, and I've experienced this in my own life, and I've talked to enough people to realize that some people feel depressed. These are emotions, right? So no, no emotion is really wrong, but these are kind of negative emotions in a sense because they're not positive. Anxiety, sadness, fear, there's a lot of stress. You know, in addition to all of these emotions of, you know, I'm kind of feeling tired or depressed or anxious or fearful, you know, when people get together for the holidays, they also have to manage conflict, whether people are talking about political things or whether it's just families coming together and not seeing eye to eye, people overspending, getting stressed out about that, or eating, right? That leads to eating, overweight and stress. So this is the problem the way that I see it. And if you're listening to my voice now and you can relate to this, you're not alone. In my 60 years on this planet, I've experienced a few of these, and I think you're at the right place. And I do think I have the answer. Now, if you go online, this is interesting. If you go online and you're like, well, how do I survive the holidays? What's the answer to this? You're going to get an answer that I don't think is really going to help you. Now, it might help you a little bit, but I really don't think it's the right answer. So I'm going to share a couple thoughts of what I've researched. But again, I don't recommend 
this approach. Now, some of these things will definitely work, right? They have worked for people, but I have a remedy that will change everything. It's a three-step process. It's easy. It's simple. It's so simple. It's, it's almost funny, all right? All right, so if you go online and you're researching this in Google and you're saying, okay, the holidays are here. If you're living in the Northeast, it's dark early. It's cold. It's depressing. I, I feel anxious or I feel, you know, just not good, you know. And, you know, everybody is joyful and everybody is happy and you turn on the commercials and you watch the TV shows and you're like, maybe you feel dread, right? You're not alone. But if you go online, the answers I don't really think are going to satisfy 100%. So let me go over them. And again, I have a better way of looking at it, and it's based on cognitive behavior therapy. Now, I'm not an expert in it, but I've studied it. I've also studied NLP, and I will tell you my three-step process will help you with any depression, any anxiety, any sadness, any fear, any stress, and I'm not a doctor, not a therapist, I'm not prescribing this, but I'm sharing with you what has worked for me and say, hey, maybe you want to try it out. So let's go, go into some solutions that I don't, really, <laughs> I don't really put a lot of weight into, but I will tell you what the Internet says. Okay. So they say it's really simple. If you want to avoid all of these negative emotions and you want to avoid the stress and overspending and overeating and all the craziness, it's really simple, they say. All you have to do is plan ahead. <laughs> yeah, I wish you told me that in July. So, yeah, all right, we're, we're a week away from the Christmas holiday. You know, we're in perhaps Hanukkah. Uh, we're 10, 15 days away from the end of the year. Plan ahead. What do you mean plan ahead? I'm getting angry just thinking about it. Uh, you know, does that mean I need to buy Christmas presents in July? Well, perhaps. Maybe that's what they're suggesting. Keep it simple. There's another one. Keep it simple. All right. Keep it simple. Well, maybe you just don't celebrate this year. Maybe you go out for Chinese food, right? Uh, budget. There you go. Budget. Avoid large crowds. Well, I guess they should have told me before I went to the big Black Friday sales. Uh, don't have a lot of guilt about getting everybody everything that they want, right? So, yeah. All right. This year's been kind of tough. I, I stopped by and I saw my sister this afternoon and I said, I want to stop by and give you a gift. And I, I gave her a keychain and I said, listen, with this economy and inflation, Besides, you're on the naughty list. This is all you're getting. You're getting a keychain, and I gave it to her. Now, of course, I'm joking. I have something special for her that I'm going to give it to her at Christmas time. But, you know, it's this guilt, like, oh, i got to get everybody everything. You know, maybe you just say, hey, look, you're not going to get what you got last year. You know, I, I had to buy eggs and milk, all right? So don't think that you're going to get what I gave you last year because – you know, the price of butter. Have you seen the price of butter? So it's like letting go. These are some top ten lists that I find hilarious. They might work. Here's another one. Outsource your meals, you know. You know, instead of thinking that you have to cook everything and you have to bake everything, maybe you get some people to help you or maybe you hire a professional. Maybe you got people coming over and you're like freaking out about it. So you're just like, forget it. You know, I work, I work 24 hours. I have a full-time job. I'm seven days a week. I don't have time for this. 
I'm going to call a catering service and they're going to come in and they're going to help me out. These are some of the things, the 10 top things that you can do to avoid all of these emotions. They're okay. I have a better way. You have to tune in. Don't leave. Pass the commercial. I'm going to share with you the answer, which definitely has helped me. has nothing to do with these top 10. In fact, when I looked at them, when I looked at them the afternoon, I kind of laughed and chuckled. Yeah, okay, fine. Here's another one. Boundaries. Boundaries. All right, what does that mean? That means you may have to say no to Aunt Edna, you know, especially if she come into your door with a fruitcake and knocking on the door, <laughs> you just might have to say no, or you turn the lights off, or you don't go to the party, or you just say, listen, I'm not going to all of these parties this year. I'm going to kind of keep it simple. You know, boundaries are important, especially, you know, with family situations. The bigger the family gets, there's so many obligations. People have to do so many things. And sometimes the best thing you say is, nah, I don't think so. Maybe next year, I'll keep you in mind. But the answer is no. I've done a lot of reading over this topic many years. Very, very successful people who are focused, they say more, they say no, they say no more than they say yes. They have to. They have to say no to distractions. Here's another one. Develop healthy habits. Now, I don't know what that means. You know, that, that could mean keep yourself in shape, go for a walk, go for a jog, go for a swim, maybe eat great food. But, you know, this time of year, people are eating food that's comfort food, right? So developing healthy habits. Now, here's another one I kind of like, and I'm going to play off this one when I get to the real uh, solution, I think, in my mind. Lower expectations. Okay, let's talk about this. I think this is worth our attention. You know, you got all of these expectations. Where are we going to go for Christmas? Are we going to be there for Christmas Eve? And is there going to be this? And are we going to do that? And I hope it's going to be perfect. You know, it's like it's like the typical bride. You know, you know the story. You know, the bride that's getting married or the bride's mom. You know, they have high expectations. It's my day. It's got to be perfect. The sun's got to shine. Uh, nothing's got to happen wrong. And that causes a lot of stress because, you know, people are getting married and they want everything to be perfect. Well, it's the same thing with these holidays, you know. Oh, my gosh, I burned the cake or I burned the whatever, the food or something went wrong or Aunt Edna can't get on the plane. So you have all of these expectations and, you know, if they're not met, you get stressed out. I think this is kind of a good one. And then the other one that, that I found on the Internet is just to remember that this is really about the kids that, you know, the kids are the ones that are really going to store these memories and, you know, by giving them gifts and by, you know, presenting a great holiday for them, uh, yeah, you're going to mess them up too. So <laughs> I think the reason why we get stressed out and I think the reason why we get depressed and I think the reason why we get anxious is because we have all of these memories of the past. Like, I'm in my 60s, so, you know, I think of the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, and I think of my mom and dad alive. They're not alive anymore. I think of my grandparents. They're not alive anymore. I think of my aunts and my uncles. My, just, my aunt was the last one that died this year in 2023. They're all gone. And so the family doesn't get together anymore. So you have this perception in your mind, in your memory of how things used to be, right? And then you compare it with how things are now. And that's what causes 
stress. That's what causes anxiety. That's what causes depression. I remember how it used to be. Okay. We're going to talk about this after the commercial. I have a three-step process based on cognitive behavior therapy that I really believe will help anybody that is dealing with depression or anxiety or sadness or any negative emotion around this holiday. And with enough time and practice, it'll go away. I don't guarantee it. I'm not prescribing it. But this is what's worked for me. Now, here's another thing. Forget the computer. Forget Google. Go online. And you go to artificial intelligence. So I'm there right now. I'm looking at artificial intelligence. And I asked AI, all right, how do you survive the holidays? Now, this is one of I use AI for, for marketing and for sales copy. And um, just when I'm lonely, I just want to hear from a friend. Sometimes I do that too. But what I found is the information is just generic. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing earth shattering. So what does AI say? I asked the question, how do you survive? How do you thrive during the holidays? Number one, set realistic expectations. Well, I kind of like that one. We'll come back to that. Number two, budget wisely. Don't, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy because you know you're going to get those credit card bills in January and February. It's going to be insane. Here's another one. Plan ahead. Well, we heard about this when we talked about doing a Google search. Prior, 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 I can't say the word. Uh, focus on self-care. So taking care of yourself, taking time to rest, taking time for massages, taking time for just quietness. Uh, you got to make that a priority. So that's, that's number four. Learning to say no. Oh, I love that one as well. Connecting with loved ones, volunteering, giving back, creating traditions. Now, I'm going to come back to this one. I think this is worth our time. Limit screen time, mindful eating, embracing imperfections. Okay. So if you go and you do a Google search or you just simply ask artificial intelligence, you're going to get some good things. But after this commercial break, I'm going to share with you what I think is a three-step process that will eliminate all anxiety, all depression. Now, these are great claims, right? But <clears throat> try it. So let's do this. Let's take a fast commercial back 30 seconds. You've been listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show, brought to you by motivational speaker Greg Dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com. If you wish you could sharpen your focus on what matters most to you and achieve more, then you owe it to yourself to read Greg's ebook at gregdwyerebook.com. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. Download it today and give it away. As always, we want to thank you for listening to the Greg Dwyer Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with motivational speaker Greg Dwyer. Now back to our show. Take it away, Greg. Okay, so the problem or the challenge, I should say, of the holidays is as much as it's wonderful, which it is, we also know that people experience loss during the holidays or they are triggered about loss during the holiday season or they're depressed or they're anxious or they're fearful, right? All of these negative emotions, I know people that, that they dread the holidays because of it, right? Okay. If you go online, you're going to get some great information. 
You can Google it. You can go to artificial intelligence. You can get some information. But, but here's the missing link that I think. And I wasn't surprised that when I went on artificial intelligence and I did a Google search, I wasn't surprised that I didn't get the complete answer. Now, I've studied religion for, I don't know, 20, 30 years. I've studied philosophy. So what I'm sharing with you is coming from that background. Now, I don't want to take away from the religious aspect of the holiday. Please listen to what I'm saying. If you're listening to me and you're Jewish, or you're Muslim, or you're Christian, and you have this faith based around the holiday, I'm not dismissing that, okay? I'm not even addressing that. If you're a Jewish person, you know, you got your tradition, Christian, whatever your religious understanding of the holiday is, practice it, whatever that means to you, right? We have a broader audience here, so I don't know who's listening to this at this point. But putting that aside, right? Because let's face it, people who have a real religious bent on the holiday or a really strong tradition on the holiday, whether it's keeping Christ in Christmas or whether it's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or whatever it is, people can't agree on the meaning of the season. I hear all the time, you know, you know, Christmas is a pagan holiday. No, Christmas is a is a Catholic holiday, or, or the holiday is about this and that. Okay, let's just put this aside just for a moment. I'm not saying we're going to dismiss it. I'm just saying we're going to put it aside for a moment. So what did people do hundreds of years ago? Well, I'll tell you this. In Boston, with the Puritans, they didn't celebrate Christmas. They didn't, let me say that again. They didn't celebrate Christmas, right? They outlawed it. There was penalties for giving gifts. There were penalties for being joyful around this time of year, right? They didn't like it. You can research that. Now, hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years, even before Christ, even before the Christian church, even before St. Peter, right? Even before the nativity. What did, what did people celebrate? Now, the other day, I got a, a meme on Facebook where it was uh, the Flintstones, right? The Flintstones, you got Barney, you got Fred, Wilma, remember that? And they're celebrating around the Christmas tree. And the question was, what are these guys celebrating? Well, they're not celebrating a religious holiday per se, right? Like they're not going to church and they're not going to synagogue, right? I mean, there's a dinosaur in the front yard. You, you follow me? So, so what, what did people celebrate thousands of years before Christ or even hundreds of years before Christ? They certainly didn't say Merry Christmas, here's a present, we're celebrating the birth of Jesus or even the story of Hanukkah. Not at all. What was the one thing that united every single person on the planet, especially people in the Northeast. What was it? It was the winter solstice. It was December 21st. It was December 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Here, here's the deal. In the Northeast, thousands of years, hundreds of years, especially in Europe, before the Christian faith, people were concerned the sun is going away. The sun, S-U-N, is going away. 
21st, longest, darkest night. It's like the sun stays still. Shortest day, right? I hope it comes back. Hey, Wilma, I hope it comes back. Fred, I hope it comes back. Barney, I hope it comes back. Right? So there was a lot of anxiety around, do you think the sun is going to come back? Yeah, I kind of do. It came back last year. <laughs> we wrote it down on the cave wall, remember? Yeah, it's right here. All right. So what was it all about? What was it all about before all of these different things going on that, that we love? Don't get me wrong. I'm a Christian. It's my birthday. I'm not dismantling this. I'm not saying it's not meaningful. I'm saying what's the root of this before all of that? It was the return of the sun. It was from darkness to light, darkness to light. The sun's coming back. So the three-step process is really simple. Number one, if you're feeling depressed, change the meaning of the holiday. If you're feeling anxious, change the meaning of the holiday. If you're feeling negative emotions, stress, anxiety, depression, change the meaning of the holiday. I, I have a colleague that lives not too far from me. And she said to me about 10 years ago, she said, I got to tell you, when the sun goes down in October here in the Northeast, my, my calendar fills up. October, November, December, my calendar fills up, you would not believe, right? It's like people saying, oh, it's a full moon. People are having babies and people are bouncing off the wall. She would say to me, my schedule is not that full in June, July, and August. Come October, November, the sun's going down, it's getting darker, my calendar's filling, filling up. People want to come in here and they want to talk about it. Of course they do. Because it's dark. It's cold here in the Northeast, right? And the question is, is the sun coming back? So if you take away all of the commercialism and all of the things related to this holiday, I'm not saying you dismiss them. I'm not saying you say they're not important. Sure, it's very important to me, right? And maybe it is to you. But when you get to the root of this, you realize it's about something that is going to happen with or without you. It's going to happen whether you're happy or sad. It's going to happen whether you have a tree or you don't have a tree. It's going to happen whether you're Jewish or you're not Jewish. It's going to happen whether you go to midnight mass or you don't go to midnight mass. It's going to happen whether you're eating shrimp cocktail or you're not eating shrimp cocktail. It's going to happen whether you see your parents, don't see your parents, exchange gifts, have that nice sip, or with your loved one, either way, it doesn't really matter, it's gonna happen. Doesn't even ask you how you feel about it. It's just gonna happen. So, my first step here, and I realized this myself a few years ago when I was feeling depressed around this time of year, when I was feeling anxious around this time of year, when I was feeling sad, oh, my mom's gone, my dad's gone, my grandparents are gone, oh my gosh, I wish I could have those days back. And then I stopped and I said, wait a minute, I have all those great memories. What is this really about? Sun's coming back. And it's going to happen again. And it's going to happen after I'm dead. And it's going to happen for thousands of years after I'm gone. That's the celebration. So first step, change the meaning. Number two, easy, change expectations. Okay, so maybe I don't get invited to that party. That's all right. Change expectations. Not about that party. What if I don't get that gift? What if I don't buy that gift? What if something doesn't happen as far as my expectations of how it should be? Change your expectations. 
That's the second step. Once you change the meaning and you go, the meaning of this season is about the light coming back, and it's going to happen no matter what I feel, I might as well get on board with that. And then, of course, you can talk about the birth of Christ, or you can talk about Hanukkah, or you can talk about anything you want, whether religious or non-religious. That's totally up, up to you. I'm not here to tell you what to believe. That would be ludicrous. But at the core, I, I said to this guy, Jeff Blanger, about three weeks ago, he wrote a book on Krampus in the holiday season. I said, Jeff, the one thing that we all can agree on, whether we say happy holidays or Merry Christmas or happy Hanukkah, it doesn't matter. We all can agree that the sun is coming back, right? S-U-N. I think the Beatles had a song about that, right? All right. Third point. Change your traditions. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I remember the traditions of my childhood. It would be impossible for me to recreate them. I remember opening presents Christmas morning with my sister, my mom and dad, and then we go to my grandparents. There is no way I can do that. Now, I realize that that's the reason why these songs are popular. I'll be home for Christmas if it's only in my dreams, or I'm going to have a blue Christmas without you. <laughs> okay, these are all triggers to put us into this negative state of feeling depressed and sad and anxious. It's just crazy. And it also, it also is a great kicker in the pants for us to get involved with consumerism, buying stuff so that we feel better, right? My three points that I have discovered over the last couple of years is based on cognitive behavior therapy, based on NLP. You just sit back and you look at the big picture and you say, look, my expectations may or may not be met this year. That's okay. Traditions that I had when I was a kid, I remember my mom making cookies and fried dough. That's not going to happen this year. It's just not. Change my traditions. Come up with new traditions. Say, all right, well, maybe I moved to Florida this year, and so instead of, instead of making a snowman, I build, uh, I build a, something in the sand, right, because near the lake or the water or the ocean. So changing traditions, doing something different. And then lastly, I think once you change the meaning of this, I'm not saying you need to take Christ out of Christmas. I'm not saying you need to put Christ into Christmas. I'm not saying you have to go on a rampage and say, you know, this is a Christian holiday and this is this, is this and this is a pagan holiday to each his own, really. But I think when you realize what this is all about in the natural, that the days are going to get longer after the 21st, right? It probably won't notice it. And there's a big lag time especially in January and February, it's going to get a lot colder here in Connecticut. But all of these things that AI will tell us to do, they're cool, they're fun. Uh, all of the things that a Google search will tell us to do, some of them are okay. But nothing beats this because I truly believe once you wrap your brain around the fact that what we're truly celebrating here is we're going to get out of this winter because – you know, we live through summer, we live through fall, we live through spring, but we only survive winter in the Northeast. We survive it. You know, it's like we're counting the days. And, and this is the reason why we have all these traditions, because if you don't like this season, 
you're going to find yourself going to parties and exchanging gifts and celebrating and singing songs and putting up lights and moving a tree inside. Why did our ancestors do this before Christ? Because they wanted, they wanted to relieve the anxiety, the fear, the depression, and the bad feelings. Uh, but then once you realize that, you know, you can count on a couple things in life. You can count on taxes. You can count on death. And you also can count on that, you know, the 21st or around the 22nd is probably going to be the longest day. But here's the good news. The light cometh into the world, and the sun is coming back. And, of course, the church celebrates that with the birth of Christ. And I'm sure the Jewish people have their traditions as well. There's religious uh, connotations with this. There's spiritual connotation with this. You can definitely adapt that. When you realize uh, all of these things are based on your expectations, based on the meaning that you bring, and based on the traditions that you have, you can have a happy holiday because it doesn't depend on how you feel and how you feel you can change that by focusing on something else so anyway i hope you enjoyed this next week the 24th we're going to have a replay and then the next week we're going to talk about new year's resolutions we'll catch you next year almost you've been listening to the greg dwyer radio show brought to you by motivational speaker greg dwyer on buildingfortunesradio.com Check out Greg at gregdwyer.com. Be sure to download his ebook at gregdwyerebook.com to stay focused on what matters most to you. That's www.gregdwyerebook.com. We want to thank you for listening. Now go make a difference in your world.